silence on the set. Word. All right, let's dance, ladies. The podcast is my my baby, my favorite thing. Nah, he's not recording. <laughs> he's yeah. always recording. Yeah, Austin's always recording. So we got secrets on here. It's hot mic. That's like if you if you're bilingual, do you do you dream in Spanish or English? I am bilingual. I speak Are you English in Kentucky? Fight party work. Uh, so you get three names. We're gonna give you three names. You yes. gotta pick one to work with, fight, or party with. Do you know those <laughs> um, musicians on there? Uh, I sure do. Okay. Very good. He's cool. He knows. I know every one of those. He's hep to the jive, guys. (laughs) I know jive. I'm I'm OG. (laughs) This is the 10th episode of the ElToro.com podcast. Hey, that's my bit. That's my bit. That's my bit. Don't mess up. Don't mess up. Hey, guys. Guys, be professional here, please. (laughs) For my sake. (laughs) We've got a goddamn CEO. Hey, I'm waiting. Everybody, get your shit together. I was ready. I was ready. ready. I'm ready. Where is he? From El Toro Studios, brought to you by ElToro.com, the only one-to-one, 100% cookie-free IP targeting solution. This is the Straight from the Bull podcast. Welcome back to the 10th episode of the El Toro podcast. My name is Kramer Caswell, sitting here with David Stadler and DJ Oz. It's the 10th episode, and this might be the best episode we ever do because we are sitting with Jude Thompson. Might be. Ain't no might about it. Jude, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So our guest today, like Kramer said, Jude Thompson, he is the... I mean, this guy has a resume about a mile long. I don't really have enough time to go through all you these You should probably list what positions. he doesn't do. That would <laughs> okay. be short. Probably be easier. Um, well, I mean, let's just go ahead and lay it down here. He is the president and CEO at Delta Dental of Kentucky. He is the former president and co-CEO of Papa John's International. He was formerly the senior vice president of WellPoint Incorporated, president of individual business for Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield. He also sits on the board for multiple big names. Companies out there, Windchurch Capital, Jiffy Lube, Central Bank, and Stampede Meat. When the hell do you sleep? <laughs> so, you know, David, a, a way uh, I look at that is I can't keep a job. That's why I have one. <laughs> <laughs> That's that one way to look at a it, lot, I guess. A lot of turnover. Yeah, yeah. About after a year, people are done with me, and so uh, I have to find a new place to call home. So it's the limited shelf life. You kind of expire <sighs> when you're off the shelf. <laughs> yeah, like a loaf of bread. I don't believe that it's for still. a minute, man. I've been I've, I've seen you around for, for years now. I'd say I met you in probably 2009, give or take, maybe 2000. Mm-hmm. 10. Um, regardless, uh, we can kind of move through it. We, full disclosure, guys, we got some adult and gals. Yeah. We have some adult beverages in front of us mm, right now. Tasty. We always do, don't we? Today, yes. what is we're this? drinking on the Smooth Ambler Old Scout American Whiskey. Hmm. It is 99 proof. Kramer has already had a sip of this. Nope. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can pour some more because <coughs> I'm sure I'll finish it. Great. All right. Let's get a sound bite. Sound bite. You ready? Oh, that's a good one. That was a that's good a sound really bite. Good that might be the best good. one yet. So, Smooth Ambler is distilling their own juice. This is not some of their proprietary juice. Um, this is a blend of more? an Indiana rye and a Tennessee whiskey. Um, my guess is that it's George Dickel, but I have no proof with respect to that. Wow. Um, I just figured that. If you're going to get one, you might as well get the best Tennessee whiskey out there. Oh, yeah. And um, in my humble opinion, it is not Jack Daniels unless it's the Jack Daniels Sinatra Select, which, in my opinion, is the only one worth drinking out of the Jack Daniels lineup. But uh, that's just Dave Stadler. That and a buck fifty will get you a cup of coffee. Uh, This is supposed to be aged about five years. Um, So 
I put a little bit of water in my cup. I heard that it was, I got a recommendation from a buddy. He told me um, this one gets a little bit of hot on the front side and it kind of tingles yeah. uh, for a little while after that. But, you know, like, I guess just like a good rash. Um, but <laughs> what's, what's crazy is You might need to go to the doctor. <laughs> you might need to go to the doctor about that. But you look at the color of that bottle right there, and that is not what bourbon looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, that is much lighter, far, far lighter. And if you look at the pictures, I don't, Austin, you got your laptop in front of you there, but look at the pictures of this thing online. Every picture that they got of this stuff online, it looks dark. Really? I mean, it looks like 10, 12 years mm. dark. So whatever they were paying those photographers, I don't know if it was Kramer Caswell. It wasn't me. I can uh, assure you it wasn't me. I mean, he would have taken the picture darker for sure. Um, <laughs> it, it, it looks like a far <laughs> more aged bourbon than I would have expected, but, uh, Man, I, I was kind of looking at it, and I'm like, man, you think they could make this keg look kind of like a six-pack if they took my picture? Oh, yeah, yeah man. <laughs> Just put a little Photoshop in it, there you go. I say, see, the, the nose, um, w- actually, Oz was uh, talking to me earlier. Like, he took a whiff of it. All I could pick up, really, was like a, a Heaven Hill six-year, if you're familiar. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's, it, to me, it was kind of like um, Heaven Hill six-year and a rye whiskey got together one crazy night, and they had an illegitimate baby. It's a Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, that was this, you know, smooth ambler, old scout American whiskey. So, uh Pretty tasty. Um, I taste a little bit of corn, a little bit of fruit when I got it bruised with a bit of water here. Um, I enjoy it, but I'm probably not going to go out of my way to find another bottle of it. Nah. Really? Yes. Yeah. Let's be honest. I've had better. It's okay. That, that whatever <laughs> we were drinking last week with Andy, Old Crow. Yeah, the Old Crow 1969 chess piece edition. Best. Distilled in best 59. thing I've ever heard. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So my buddy came in and he brought in something from so his personal It was so good. Play. It tasted so good. So full disclosure, first 15 years of my life was in Loretta, Kentucky. My father had a grocery store. So Bill Samuels tells his story. There's three of us that made it out. Him, me, guess the third one. Phil Sims, the quarterback. Really? <laughs> so uh, he left and came to Louisville at some some point, but he had some time in Loretta. So we're Loretta. Loretta, and then moved to Barchtown, big city, and of course you know all about that. Barchtown, uh, Kentucky. Yeah, buddy. You know what's funny? I was talking to one of my friends that's outside of Kentucky, and I brought up. Barge Town, and they're like Barge Town with a G. Yeah, and with they're like, D. that's not. It's Bard's Town. I was like, nah, it's Barge Town. <laughs> Thank Sorry. you for correcting me. <laughs> I'm from here. I know how it's said. <laughs> I'm familiar with this. So one of the things, uh, Jude is, you are a character. Um, you <laughs> know, and it's, <laughs> you know, everybody's got everybody's got a take on you know their experience when they met Jude. Um, so I went around and I talked to a couple people today. Mm. Um, and I asked him a couple of questions with respect to the first time they met Jude and what they thought and, you know, how they'd describe you. Do I have edit capabilities? Um, this Probably is not. live. <laughs> uh, sorry, Jude. Uh, the phone. This, Shoot, there's no delay. <laughs> no there's delay no delay. <laughs> and so I, I was talking to one of my buddies. He says, it seems like everybody who knows him has incredible respect. He's a man of his words with a Rolodex a, mi- Rolodex a mile long. One of the things that Marty had mentioned to me, he said, when he sets up a meeting, there's always a perfect fit to it. He's not a guy that sugarcoats, and he doesn't embellish because he doesn't need to. Uh, and then I, get, I say, man, give me, give me a word. Give me one word that sums up Jude Thompson. He says integrity. Ooh. And I was like, man, that's, that's pretty that's good. That's a good word. word. It's pressure. How much money are you paying <laughs> this guy? It's pressure. <laughs> um, so I was talking to another buddy of mine, and this is, this is a similar um, instance where, where I actually first met Jude. Um, so we're sitting around at the Christmas party, and this is in mm-hmm. our old office in Distillery Commons. Mm-hmm. And, you know, out in the front room, there had to be 150 people just crammed together like sardines. It was hot as hell. I'm sweating like a horse. I'm running around trying to get things cleaned up. And then I walk into the back. 
and there's just as many people in the back office there. But they ain't worried about El Toro. They're talking to Jude uh, Thompson. <laughs> and it's you. You're sitting there with Sherm Henderson and a couple oh, other yeah. folks. And you were holding court. Sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> People are having a good time. And that's, you know, what's funny is our wives actually mentioned it. They're, they're mm. like, this dude was commanding you know, a group of people. Um, and, you know, we thought that was pretty impressive. We, and we kind of figured to ourselves, you know, we might have made it because this dude's somebody. He's coming into our office, hanging out with us. And I was like, I don't know which one of y'all tricked this dude into coming here. <laughs> um, I but, think you were going to make it with, with or without me. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. Um, but I thought, I thought that, was a, that was a very interesting take on the introduction to you. Um, he mentioned, well, this was Dan specifically. He, he said, you know, you very rarely meet people then they're in a position of both, you know, delegated authority and earned power that don't really have that pretentious and pompous nature um, about a lot of situations. And, you know, that's, that, that is one thing that I can, I can attest to, you know, being able to converse with Jude on a, on a time to time when you come into the office, the introductions that you make. Um, and I think that's a hell of a compliment to get from somebody, but maybe that's due to a little bit of the central Kentucky upbringing there. I think a lot of folks from Loretta, Marion County, um, all those folks, man, they're just down to earth, real people. That's an honor to hear that. But, uh, if I could, it's not a downer. It's, it's really what formed that when, uh, six of us in our family and I was the baby, a good Catholic family. And there was about seven and a half years between me and the next oldest. So I was the baby. Oops. Yeah, and so when I was in the fifth grade, my mother came down with cancer, and they didn't think she would make it, and um, she was the wisest and still a huge influence. She passed away 16 years ago, so there was a lot of time I had with her, but she would force me to say, what is my lifelong goal? And I would say things, David, like, uh, I just want you to be my mom, and I want I, I want I want you to see Aww. me go to sixth grade, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No, that's not your lifelong go. And you know, we kept going through it, and I'd say, well, um, I just want you to see me graduate high school, or something like that, as a eleven year old would do. And what came out of months of of molding me was that I formed a life goal at that point that I just wanted to have a positive impact on as many people as I could while I'm on this earth. That's it. Whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm not sure many people would be put in that at 11, but because of of my mother and her belief and not knowing if she'd make it, but she made it till I was 40. And Mm -hmm. we talked about that a lot. So you can choose when you wake up in the morning what you want to do with what you've been given in life. And mine is, is to share it and to... Uh, you know, some days we have to have tough talks, but there's so much good that gets passed ar- around and missed if you don't pause a second. So I wake up happy and uh, doesn't mean it's a life full of easiness, but that's the reason why. And so it's a great testimony to my mother's teachings when I hear something like that. Mm. So that's, that's a, the story. That's mm. a beautiful outlook. So you're saying you didn't grow up dreaming of being a CEO? No. You know, how, how does one become a CEO? So it's a little bit about that same story. My father was 50 when I was born, and he did pass away when I was 17. Mm-hmm. But when I was a senior in high school, he wasn't in great health, but he said, what are you going to do when you grow up, son? And I said, well, I'm going to be an NBA basketball player. And he goes, <laughs> no, no, what are you going to do to make a living? 
I said, Dad, they pay really well. This was <laughs> 1979 and 1980, which it wasn't as good as today. And he goes, now, if you had to choose a business because we're entrepreneurs, what would it be? And I said, hmm, pizza. <laughs> That's a good business. So we went and borrowed $150,000, started Mario's Pizza in Mount Washington, Kentucky. Uh-oh. I opened it in May 24, 1980. He passed away April 8th. And the banks looked at me when he passed and said, is it open yet? And I said, it'll be in May. So what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to play college basketball and run this restaurant. And I did. <laughs> and we paid it off. So That's when awesome. you think about being busy... I said, well, I'll do both. <laughs> when you don't know any better, yeah. that's what you do. Yeah, knows, knows just a mindset. So young and energetic. We had three of those by the time we were 20. Hmm. I've got to give a real quick shout out. You guys know where Mount Washington's at? I I'm do. Kramer. Yeah. I do. Dad's. I know where it is. I'm, I'm familiar is it, with What, what the county location? is that in again? Bullet, Bullet. Bullet. Bullet County. Oh, I was going to say Washi Washington County. You, Never mind. Wrong. Wow, wow, man. Bullet. I'm a Bullet Are you? I'm from Shepherdsville. Go Yep, yep. Very good. Yeah, Boston. My brethren is here. Yes. <laughs> Austin reps Bullet <laughs> County like it's his job. He is I've the never number met one ambassador for it. Bullet uh, County. I've never met anyone. You got to love where you come from. That's so where the, family's that family's at. The question it. about becoming a CEO. So when you're 17 and you have to hire and let people go that mm. are all older than 17, I couldn't even serve <laughs> beer in the restaurant I owned, or at least the bank owned that I was on the note mm -hmm. for. It, it makes you... Um, kind of baptism by fire. But what I did, I was like, you know what? I like this. I like eating last. I like taking that heat. I like thinking about this. I like this. And so those were things you can't draw up. Those are good fortunes. That mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. They look like bad fortunes, right? A couple of stories I just told you, I will promise you, if you, who's ever listening today, if you'll think long enough about the worst things in your life and then the next day, if you'll try to think about the best things in your life, if you're like the rest of the world, you've never connected that those bad things created the good things. And mm -hmm. I promise you it happens oh, I get that. all day I get long. That. It's timing. So, yeah. I mean, you, it's fair to say you don't really see obstacles. You only see experiences. Yeah, I mean, because, look, I make mistakes all the time. Uh, everyone does. We got our stuff. I got problems. You got problems. It's just things that you learn. If you continue to do your same problem over and over, now that's an issue. But, mm -hmm. you know, I make mistakes. Uh, we all do. But the thing about being out front, um, and that's the way I call it, it's a position I have, uh, CEO or whatever you want to call that, it's just if we do this right, and it's a big responsibility, people are going to win, and I'll, I'll get to have more people at our company. We'll get to do more things. They'll make more money. They'll have private schools or they'll do whatever they want, retire early or whatever it is. So that's – it's got to be something more than just the business of making money. It's got to be about the people. Of course. Yeah. Shaping lives. Jude Thompson. That's it. And it's interesting that, you know, from such a young age you had that responsibility, you know, it not – not thrust upon you. You welcomed it. Um, you welcomed. I mean, you didn't welcome it, it per se. You know, your your it father just was. was initially planned. It, it just, just was. Is what it is, and you can't change it. Yeah. Attitude is everything. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't know. I mean, first off, the great thing about Bullock County and Nelson County and Marion <laughs> County, mm -hmm. yes, sir, is that um, there wasn't a lot of anyone having a lot. Everyone was getting after it, and so I never looked as the glass half empty. 
It's just, this is what I do. And I had bailed enough hay to hang out with friends <laughs> and cut tobacco to know there's a worse life. Yeah. <laughs> That's I've hard heard. work. Oh, yeah, I said, I, I think I'll stay in the restaurant. Hey, I mean, most, most people in downtown Louisville, they don't know what work is. Oh. Until you're out there in that field or doing whatever. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Sitting, there, sitting there in a tobacco barn and then you blow your nose later on that day and it's just craziness coming out of your face. How about, how about, how about being the rookie topping tobacco with a short sleeve shirt and sweating in about 110 degrees and rubbing up against tobacco all day and the nicotine getting in you and you get sick and dizzy and you're Ooh. like, what is that? I didn't chew tobacco. Oh, I didn't smoke tobacco. <laughs> it's just coming through your pores. It's, it's why they wear long sleeves. That's crazy. Wow, you don't really that. think about that, the dermal Did absorption of uh, <laughs> nicotine. Mm-hmm. Woo craziness mm-hmm. so another interesting story was told to me today another person i spoke to you or i spoke to about you mm. you and a renthal james simpson yeah. got something in common yeah. and for some of our younger listeners that might not have been around during the trial of this century the juice that is oj simpson mm-hmm. so Tell me about this. So I've not been on trial for hurting anyone. And <laughs> I, I was going to say, yeah, I've, it's I've not yet. murder. I can, oh, I can assure you it's not murder. <laughs> I've never been a running back on a professional football team. Yet. Um, probably <laughs> not at 56, but I'll give it a shot. Sure. But I'm probably going to be one and done. Your combine time's probably going to be The UK's looking good this year. They might, they might take you. <laughs> the Steelers need a backup right now. So. I'll, I'll dress up as long as they don't put me in. I would have, actually, O.J. Rode and Al Callen. 1995 white Ford Bronco, and I have one. Ooh, wait. Ooh. The famous Bronco chase. Pretty sweet. That's yeah. a pretty sick ride. Yeah. Now, I'm going to need you to come back by the office with this vehicle someday. I want to go for a ride. I need security. I don't need anyone <laughs> touching this thing. It's got a little white duct tape around uh, where the rust has come into hey, the Hey, we can shut off I-65 if we need it. I'll put we'll plastic we'll down before okay, I sit okay. in we'll do it that? again. That'll right. be great. I'll bring, I'll bring some uncapped Sharpies <clears throat> to get you ready. It's it's a sweet ride. <laughs> the famous Bronco. So, Jude, i got a few questions for you. More business-related questions. Okay. So, you've held a lot of big positions, and you've sat on mm-hmm. a lot of different boards. Um how do you manage your time between your work, your family, and, and just every project that you're involved with? If I took um, a car and drew the four wheels on it, mm-hmm. you know, they talk to you about those tires on there. If they're not inflated correctly, overinflated or underinflated, your gas mileage mm, will yeah. be good or worse. The ride will be different. So I still keep a paper calendar. I know being an El Toro paper calendar is probably... <laughs> on my uh, phone you know almost crazy phone. right but what that does for me is when i fill out a whack or things i look at these four wheels of my life they're my family mm-hmm. i have to give time i have to fill up that tire of family i have work i have to do that um i have to give it time because even though you're the ceo you have a board of directors that are your boss mm-hmm. you got customers there is my personal health and I'm not talking about um, vegging, so to speak. If I don't feel good, I can't do anything. So I got to watch myself a little bit about what I eat, what uh, you know, how much sleep. And the other thing for me, and I just make this tire whatever you want, whether you have faith in God or you have faith in Anthony Robbins or whatever it is, mm-hmm. whatever it is to center yourself, to be able to take meditation time, to be able to say, because here's here's a, here's a here's a great. Point I want you all to know, we're the only animal on earth that'll kill ourselves. Not even a rattlesnake will bite themselves. Mm. So that line came from Mississippi burning Gene Hackman. And when he said that, I was like, 
wow. And I said, so what that means is, does your brain work you or do you work your brain? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what that meditation time on that life. you got to have time to center. you got to understand because, you know, you can, you know, no one walks into the bathroom and they see, you know, someone loves you. They see all for a good time call. It, 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 we tend to go to the negative if we don't train it. Yeah. So for me, those four wheels, when I get out of sort, when I'm not riding smooth or the gas mileage isn't well or it's bumpy, I can go back to that calendar and see where I've spent my time. And I'm like, oh, that's why my wife's not happy with me. I haven't had a date with her. I've been married 32 years. Love Still going on dates? We do. That's tonight. Awesome. Wednesday that's night. Awesome. Uh, where are you guys so going? Probably someplace to get a salad like vinaigrette. That's, that's I mean, awesome. That's what you do that's at incredible. 32 years. But just <laughs> yeah, to yeah, chat yeah. a little bit, get a little time. I still, my youngest just turned 14 on Monday. We have five children. Jude's 29, Lowe's 27. We adopted three children. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple from Ethiopia and one from Cameroon. They're 19, 17, 14, and they are awesome. And so they each need some individual time, and then it's great to pull them all together. So if something is on my calendar that doesn't fit into one of those four buckets or whatever you say, then that's a waste. Mm. That's awesome. That's, that's a good, way to really think about good, it. good management system. Yeah, yeah. It simplifies. You know, you can you can look at all of this stuff you have to accomplish and all of this stuff you have to do. And if you can categorize it into one of those specific buckets to which you have to allocate time, it's a lot easier to digest and, and prioritize. So I'm not a very um good at that time management so one of the things when I have an assistant and Gina Hiles is my assistant mm-hmm. and I tell her my weaknesses I tell her what how I want to be CEO man husband father friend I, you're all my friends but mm-hmm. you know when you make a call and have an opportunity for me to do that I said make time for that that's one of my four buckets that's good for me it's what I consider important so, yeah that's a good point that's awesome. you always have to make time you say oh, I don't have time for that no you have to make time. Yeah. So we, we appreciate you making time for us. No, this is good. I'm not leaving. I'm spending the night, I'm for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we got oodles of space, man. <laughs> what are some of your outlets to stay focused, to help get that mental health and, mm-hmm. that, and that relax, and that time you need with your family? What are, what are some of the outlets? When I was younger, mm-hmm. it was different. And so as you get older, you, you can appreciate things differently, and, that, and you will see that. I mean, um, my outlets at 17 were different than when I was 27, when you're 37 and 47 and 56 but quiet time is an important thing not to wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is to be on the clock Mm -hmm. so go to bed early enough to build in time to just veg a little bit pray a little bit meditate a little bit read a little bit Mm -hmm. have two cups of coffee as slow as I want and Mm, just nothing like take a little time to prepare Mm-hmm. Now, my wife says I'm a little crazy on things. I look at my calendar, my paper calendar, and I lay my clothes out <laughs> because it's my armor for what I do the next day. Yeah. Where will I be? I don't want to think about it. I go to the same restaurant every day. I eat the same thing every day. I never look at a menu. I don't want to think about that. That's not important to me. I like that. So I take some shortcuts. Well, it's it's interesting that you mentioned that because I know that a lot of there's a lot of folks out in Silicon Valley, a lot of CEOs out there. I mean, they like to they like to simplify various aspects Mm -hmm. of their life in a very similar regard. Mm -hmm. Um, If I'm not mistaken, it's Mark Zuckerberg that has you know the litany of hoodies and t-shirts. Yeah, and he got that from Steve Jobs. From Steve Jobs, correct. And it's about it's about just making sure that you don't have to think about that tomorrow. And it kind of goes in tandem with students. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it, and I think it's a very good thing for students to have to wear uniforms when they go to school every day. It's too. one less thing for a kid to have to worry about before they're going into school. No, I don't need to wear the fancy new jeans with whatever the heck kids are liking these days. I have to wear khakis. I have to wear a polo shirt or a button-up shirt and a necktie. Good for you. So, David, what you have on is that beautiful Game One shirt. Ooh. What I did when I took over at Delta Dental is I established an online store with our logo wear, oh, and I put cool. $150 in there to start everyone out because some of our jobs are big paying jobs, some are not. But guess what? We're all the same. We're here for the same reason. They don't have to wear it after work, but all I have to worry about typically is what slacks. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to have my jersey on for my company and everyone that I see in our company looks like us and I like I that. love that that's beautiful we're putting that in El Toro we're gonna Dan's gonna do this and we're gonna all I'm in man <laughs> I mean gosh I like I mean, that I, well, you gotta warn your employees so I said when you go out to lunch and after work when you go out somewhere someone's gonna say what does that mean yeah will you be ready elevator pitch time always gotta have you your ready? elevator pitch ready yeah. stay ready it's your 10 your 30 right. your 60 and your 92nd elevator right. pitch I got that they got it and, and they're <laughs> the best you know so that's that, that being able to do that really um, it was important more than I actually new but if you look at the restaurant brands they're good at that yum um mm-hmm. uh, texas roadhouse papa john's they all do logo wear and i thought wow when i, I spent time over there i was like it really just kind of makes us all equal which is exactly what i want we're Smart. on the same mm-hmm. team i like that talking about your teams um, mm-hmm. you've managed tens of thousands of mm-hmm. people you know and as a business owner i find it, you know one of the most difficult aspects is is kind of stepping back and, and passing that baton on to other folks and empowering them to make the decisions that have run the company previously um so for a lot of managers out there you know what do you think the most important things are to keep in mind as you scale your business you seek new blood and you enable their personal growth I stand up and say, no jerks allowed. That's my rule. (laughs) If you're a jerk, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to give you a job at Domino's or Pizza Hut, and you can go screw their company up. When I was at Papa John's, when I was at Anthem, I'd say, I'll get you a job at Humana or Aetna (laughs) or United, but you're not going to screw Anthem up. And now you're here at Delta Dental, I'll get you at anyone else uh, that sells dental insurance. And what I mean by that is, that's a core value that everyone can understand that says... You don't have to be a bully if you own the title of being a boss. I will never embarrass you purposefully. Mm-hmm. You have the right to call me out, but we're going to talk about it. You see, I'm, I may be the pitcher today on this baseball team, but I've entrusted you to be that third baseman, second, mm-hmm. short, or first. And if you have a bad day, ah, we all do. If you have a bad week, we may see if you need batting practice, fielding practice, something's going on. But if it turns out that the team continually loses because you don't guard that base or play that base with all you have, we'll have to remove you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean we don't like you. We are going to offer you all the stuff, but everything hangs together. Everything's important. I can't win with a great team if they all line up on third base. Yeah. I mean, the first little league team will bunt down first base. They'll get hits. They'll score. You got to have people laid out. You got to have them own their position, David, in my opinion. And so, trust, speed of trust, and them knowing that they win if I win, I win if they win. And there's no way for me to win if they don't. And I build our compensation plans, everything. I may get more of it because of my title, but the same qualifiers 
whether that's revenue, membership, customer service, bottom line, whatever you want to do, same targets. I like it. It's got to be consistent because it's too hard to scale. In golf, when I used to play, to recreate a good golf shot, you got to get the moving parts out. McDonald's, they don't have it your way. That was Burger King. That's why they're not as big as McDonald's. They standardized it. Mm -hmm. You've got to take moving parts out, in my opinion. There's a lot of successful people that love uh, doing it whichever way you want. I just don't know how to operate that way. Yeah. So do you think that there's like a, a difference? You know, you, you've talked about growing that talent and fostering that talent. What about retaining that talent? You know, as a, as a business owner, as a, a CEO, you know, how do you retain the good folks that you have, you know, facilitated building up? Well, first off, we celebrate anyone that gets an opportunity that I failed to achieve. If they get a job somewhere sure. else, if that if that does something for their family, and, it, and they understand our values, our, our retention and all those companies have been pretty good. But with that said, you're still going to have someone because of an event outside of it, they leave. But it's always making sure. I know two people in our company that if something happens to me, I've already told the board of directors and my one year anniversary is Saturday who they should talk to. Mm -hmm. Now, what I ask the people that report to me, who are your two people if something happens to you? Are you giving them access to your job and training, even though they may not be 100% ready, do they have at least some knowledge of what's required? And did they confirm they want it? That's the other thing. I just didn't identify <laughs> those two people. I said, do you want my life? Do you want this life? You're said, watching. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> someone said yes. The other one said, can I have some time to think about it? And I said, that's the most thoughtful answer I've ever yeah. heard. Yes, you should consult with your loved ones. Yeah. It's kind of a big decision. Yeah. Yeah, because you gain things, but you, you lose, lose things. Too. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we say stuff like that around the office all the time. What happens if I get hit by a bus tomorrow? Um, it you hurts. Know, you never know what tomorrow's going to bring. I mean, you gotta, you got to have a plan yeah. to play. No, what, what does Stadler do here? I don't know. He, I'm, I'm he a brags a lot and buys stuff. I'm, I'm a vibe guy, man. <laughs> so you're saying the vibe goes down? Oh, the vibe, man, we can't oh, have that. No, not here. Not Stadler's here. out. Yeah, we need we need him a suit of armor to put on in the morning. Lay by his paper calendar. <laughs> All right, I, I do live by a paper calendar, and I keep a notebook too. I like something tangible. You gotta have it. I got. I keep notes all day, every day. We got a, I got board a over good here. old fashioned notebook with grid see? paper. There you on go. It. Because I, I read a story somewhere that people who write on grid paper are smarter people, and I'm like, I need all the smarts I, <laughs> I can love get. Paper. <laughs> Causation me, or correlation? Help me with that word. What uh, does that mean? Most of this is a, a salesperson named Jukes wrote this, so it's I, I don't think Jukes. it makes sense. You know, completely. Jukes. Well, tell me what what the professional term "dumb shit" means. What is, <laughs> oh, what is that? I wrote oh. that part. Oh, okay, so, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> That's about Jukes stuff. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I just was hadn't seen that in any books I've read uh, recently. Some people yeah. perform best <laughs> off of negative reinforcement. It's, it's so. a new it's a new digital advertising term. It's dumb shit. Mean, <laughs> right in the middle. I'm like, just dumb. so he knows. Uh, okay. Yeah, Jukes sometimes finds a whiteboard and he just scribbles stuff. So we don't really know. We I love saw him outside when I pulled up in a. You know, toboggan, and it's ninety today. I was like, he's juiced. He's juiced. Okay. Juice. Well, you know, he doesn't have a lot of hair. He doesn't have this glorious mm -hmm. hair like we all have. Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I mean, you want to hear something funny about Jukes? Uh, we all play foosball here. Jukes was so bad at foosball that he has a shot 
that's named after him. The and that's, Jukes. And that's if you accidentally score in your own goal. Jukes. You just did a Jukes. I like it. Oh, like yeah. It. He's famous. He is famous. Yeah, when, when, I was, when I was chatting with, uh, with Dan earlier today, you know, he, said, he said, man, you need to Google Jukes <sighs> and, and see how many Twitter feeds... That guy shows up in. Oh, you in a lot of Twitter feeds? I, I said, don't know. Am I, I said, I said, <laughs> man, and, and you know, well, the first one that came up was, um, uh, you know, the the guy about you know eighty miles down the road here. Yeah, coach. Uh, John Calipari. Coach, uh, you showed up in his Twitter, and it, literally, I, I I Googled it, and you know, I said, man, I mean, he really does have that Rolodex to back <laughs> it up. <laughs> I don't have any pictures of Johnny C. Yeah, he. I like John a lot, and um, I graduated from there, but when I met. John, I will tell you his passion for what his profession, mm-hmm. his caring for the kids, his wife, his children. You see, and the only thing I talk to John about is that fourth will. Is there time yeah. for John? But he fills up three of those wills really well. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I dig that. I think he's. Um, I think he has unbelievable energy. I, I had the opportunity to see him um, out at actually Windstar Farm. It's the home of uh, Justify. Justify. And Kenny Trout, the owner's Very place nice. up there, beautiful it's and a great farm. Elliot Walden is the manager of that. I went to school with him. He's a he's a good friend. And but they had an event, and it's the first time I'd really gotten a chance to speak to him. And then uh, because of our mouth guard business, we uh, became the official mouth guard of UK and University of Louisville. We had a chance to go to the Bahamas and be a part of that, and I got to spend a little more time with him. But I'm I'm a big fan of John Calipari's. What is exactly Game On? If you could go yeah, into the that, I mean, yeah. you're a CEO, and then you decided to go ahead and start another company. You know, what's that look like? So Delta Dental, uh, I have been nine years on our board of directors, and our CEO uh, had retired in late March, and. Um, because I was in one of those phases when I needed an, a new job. Remember how I lose jobs? And so I was home. <laughs> I got this really nice John Deere tractor, and they said, you got time. Why don't you step in and, and be the interim while we find a CEO? And so, you know, one of the things that I do, my, one of my favorite books on earth is Blue Ocean Strategy. And we can talk about that. I probably bought 3,000 copies and taught that in mm-hmm. my lifetime. But um, I said, if I were the CEO, what would I do? And the mission of Delta Dental of Kentucky and all Deltas, we are not for profit. It is to improve the oral health of our customers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering how I'd do that. And my son had just uh, played, and they won the state championship for Christian Academy of Louisville as a running back. And he got a scholarship down at Lindsey Wilson, and we went down, and they were giving him his success manual to to prepare over the summer. And they had beautiful uniforms, pre-game wear, after game, but no mouth guards. And so I called Mitch Barnhart, the athletic director of UK, and uh, no official mouth guard. So I started doing what you do. You start researching and using Google, and I found this uh, website where there was the only American Dental Association endorsed mouth guard. And so long and short, fast forward, a couple of months ago, we were able to acquire the company. We are rebranding it to Game On. Uh, protect your game face. Game one stays on. I go. And so oh, yeah. like we think it. it's a special uh, kind of mouth guard. It's the material, really, to take a better ingredients, better pizza. This is better material. It's a, it's a ExxonMobil created this polymer called Vistamax. It's very shock absorbent because all car bumpers are made from it. Stents from arteries and 
We own the use patent, which makes it very comfortable and very safe. Thus, we got the ADA seal of approval. I, you, you came in the office probably a year ago, and you had it, and I took it. I don't even play sports. I just like to chew on stuff. So I mean, I, I, you're, I had you're, you're a motorcycle racer. I, yeah, I used to race dirt bikes, and I never wore a mouth guard, and I knocked some baby teeth out. But that's another story. But <laughs> I wore this just in the office because it was just it was funny, and I, but it was really comfortable. And one of you the could things speak in it. I could speak in it, and that was something that was really cool. Is that it actually like stayed on the top of my mouth, and mm -hmm. I could talk. And I was like, this is actually really cool. And everybody was making fun of me because I was walking around with the mouth guard. I was like, this is this is fun. I well, like this. You look it's at the cool. huddle. And, and, you know, when everybody gets in the huddle, you got all these people spitting out mouthpieces yep. and whatnot. It, like and how many Steph of those Curry, don't go just... back in the mouth mm -hmm. uh, afterward? Mm -hmm. You know, somebody ends up with a concussion, something like that. Mm -hmm. I'd figure that's... I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the mouth guard business. Um, but I'm assuming that's probably a pretty big deal. It is. You know, so um, my time at Papa John's, we signed the official pizza of the NFL. So I had a relationship and flew up there and showed them the mouth guard and... You know, it's very intriguing because uh, CTE or concussions, oh, yeah. brain injury is a big, big deal. Topic. Participation in football is down uh, year after year for the last five, six years. Forty percent of the kids that play football in the U.S. have no mouth guard at all. Oh, oh my oh, God. Uh, what are these parents doing? I'm I sorry. Played, well, I played one well. year and had one. Yeah. So, you know, that's this is our opportunity. They're still, um, because they're pretty poorly, uh, in my opinion, they're not great unless you have this. And so that's our challenge is if we can get you to try one of the game on mouth guards, because it stays in, you can drink, you can talk, and it's got the protection and the shock absorbency, we think it's a better mouth guard. Now, uh, just a little, little ad here, we have uh, signed with two universities to conduct studies to verify our ability to put a pigment in it. And when your core body temperature hits 102, it'll visibly oh, change colors. Mm. We know wow. Maryland, Maryland uh, uh, Corey Stringer, who is a mm. professional athlete for the Baltimore Ravens, is probably in his sixth or seventh year. When he passed, his court temperature was 108. Oh, wow. It's too much. And he had already played in the league. And there was a young man years ago uh, at PRP High School uh, that passed away in high school here. So it happens yeah. all the time. So we'd like to have a greater cause than just uh, making money, which mm -hmm. is how you keep score. But if we could save a life, make money. Man, make that's incredible. incredible. I know a guy on, in just in the dirt bike circles that had the same thing. He over overheated and pat, passed out on the track and actually passed away right there. Yeah. So I mean, you figure all that gear you guys are wearing. Yeah, so dirt bikes, you wear a ton of gear. So when we were out at UofL, I was fitting the quarterbacks with Chris Redmond, the all-time leading passer at woo University woo. of Louisville that um, is employed with us at Game 1. We were um, out there uh, uh, preseason, hot, 100 degrees, uh, Traeger Center is hot, and, you know, um, I wasn't doing a very good job with the athletic trainer that day telling why we're different, but the athletes seemed to like it. But I, I mentioned that we were well on our way of getting this pigment approved by the FDA, and he goes, man, do you have that now? And I'm like, <laughs> no, but we will by next season. Yeah. And Because it's hard. you know, What you ate or dehydrated the night before could dictate yeah. you could be fine oh, yeah. for a week, mm -hmm. and this time you don't handle it well. So 
by the fit because it stays in your mouth that you mentioned. Uh, it'll read like a thermometer. And we thought, shoot, if Coors Light can make the mountains change colors when the beer is ready. Why can't we? i got to make a mouth oh, guard yeah. ready. Hey, is that seriously where you got the idea from? Pretty much. <laughs> like it. That's awesome. Yeah. Was, wasn't there a unique way it was formed? Because I know when I was going, you know, I was playing some, uh, some street ball. You get elbowed in the <laughs> face, you know. The tooth wiggles and a little bullet bit. County. Are, you, are you really playing that much aggressive street oh, yeah. ball? Oh yeah, I'm intense, dude. Quote. Hey, it's from I'm Bullet County, intense. man. I'm super you have, intense. You've never I'm seen ath- this in action. Listen, I'm an athlete first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, sure he's playing the five spot. Uh, <laughs> you center? Oh yeah, I'm a tower. Yeah, yeah. I'm a tower. You just center hey, for sure. I grab boards all day, yeah. all day. But like, I went through like two of them, and they like when you form a regular one, you boil it. Yeah. And you just you bite through it sometimes. All right. All right wait. Well, so this is where it's different. So what we would do on all of our mouth guards is we put a dry paper towel, wrap it, wet it under the sink, put it in the microwave for, depending on the size of it, if you got a medium or a large, 55 seconds all the way down to 45 seconds. You've got two minutes after that's done so it doesn't crystallize like the other ones you had. Mm-hmm. You place in your mouth and, and, and really just press on your outer uh, lips, and so it can find the anatomy of your teeth. What Vistamax does after one minute, it'll find and seek out that anatomy over the next 12 hours and shrink three to five percent. Yeah, it's so awesome. it gets tighter. So I don't even play sports, and it was cool. It was cool. really cool. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't begin to tell you how cool this mouth guard is. And I know it sounds so stupid, but I really, I really tried it. He was here last year, and I did it, and it it's is. cool. It right, it's really neat. cool. Hey, and and, and for <laughs> me the record, and Eve downstairs, we had them. It was cool. This is the thing we have here. For the record, guys, we are not sponsored by Game On, but we could be. But we could be. <laughs> this is the I would like I know to. A guy. Let's do this next time with mouth guards in, and what? we'll see. If oh my we talk god! Different. Oh, that'd be sick. Let's do I it. like uh, it. Let's do it. Yeah. I need something. So look, Stanler's over here with with a Game On shirt. Kramer, I DJ just, Kramer over here got a mouth guard. Nobody calls him DJ Kramer, but his mom. Yeah, that's true. It's on, my, it's on our refrigerator. And if <laughs> someone decides to slug you while you're in the middle of this, you'll be fine. Hey, it's highly likely. Yeah, Eltoro.com yeah. is an aggressive yeah. workspace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the mouth guard, it's really cool. Okay. I can't begin to tell you. If, if somebody, if, if somebody, one of our listeners out there are interested in purchasing this for themselves because they're either a weekend warrior or a professional athlete, because oh, I'm me. positive that most professional athletes are listening to this Eltoro.com <laughs> or, podcast Or right they play now. street ball in Bull uh, County. Or they play street ball. Where, if, the, if they're interested in getting a game on Mouthpiece, mm-hmm. where can they go? So this Friday, our website will be up. You go to gameonmouthguards.com. You okay. can input your uh, email address. On there now. Okay. We'll collect it and we'll send you data. And uh, we're going to use online. We're going to actually work with you guys to help us. Of but um, we will be, uh, you know, we currently are the official mouth guard of L UK. We said that. But schools like Notre Dame, Clemson, and Iowa State uh, already use this mouth guard in the football program. So it was branded under an, another name uh, called Custom Bite. We just didn't think people okay. would resonate with that as well as Game On. Um, which is a term we've all used. And so uh, had a little little startup time and cost, but uh, we think it's well worth it. But we'll be ready to go by uh, first of the year well. But you'll get you'll get a mouth guard within two weeks That's uh, starting this Friday. Can you make I'm sure ordering one. When we release that, can can we put the uh, website on there? When mm-hmm. we release the mm-hmm. podcast, can Definitely. we put that in the comments? Just That's to make great. Sure Thank you. No problem. Thank, Thank you, you for your time. No. no. Well, I mean, are we out of time? No, no, no. Yeah. We've got to have time. I don't know. It's, we got a game. We, 
We, I mean, we we can fit right, it in. That's we, fine. We, we 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 play this game every now and then. All it's right. it's similar to <laughs> Mary Kill. Um, <laughs> and I did some hand gestures there that you know, for folks <laughs> on the radio it's or podcast, out. it's blurred out. Um, we call it party work fight. <clears throat> party so work. lightning round. We're gonna give you three names. Yes. You got to pick somebody you're gonna party with, you're gonna work with, or you gonna fight them. Oh god! It's a great game. I so you, I hope you don't, they have you don't a... strike me as a violent individual, but you got to pick one of these people to fight. Uh, I hope they have a game on. All right, do you have their size? Let's <laughs> read the first one. Are right, you ready, Jude? Yes. If you knock right. them out on the first punch, you get their uh, salary. Got party work fight. Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, and Elon Musk. I think I'm going to party with Elon. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. I would party um, with him, too. I'm going to work with Bill, and I'm going to fight Steve because I think I'd win now. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, you would win, too. I, mean, oh, I think you would win, <laughs> I know that's a little cruel, but I... He's like, I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't lay this one out perfectly. No, so you picked them in their prime. Should, <laughs> oh, even oh. in Steve Jobs Prime, I still think Jude would take oh, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would have been younger too then, so yeah, hopefully. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, you were a UK basketball player. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> I wanted to be a UK yeah, basketball. Does that make me a UK basketball? Three national. Don't titles. you hold oh. three intramural championships at Whoa, UK? That I do, and I'm not sure that'll down. ever be matched or surpassed. Um, <laughs> Delta three, Tall Delta. Three some people time. can only dream. Yeah, it's big, and I tell my kids every chance they listen. <laughs> All right, so party work fight, Johnny Cash, Justin Bieber, and Michael Jackson. This one's easy. So I'm going to party with Johnny. Of course. I'm going to work with Justin, and I'm going to fight Michael. <laughs> I'm following the same well, theme as well Steve. Well Man, said. I think I would probably, I think I'd probably fight Justin Bieber, and then, because. He's going to fight. I don't know. He'll fight. He probably I, I don't would know, fight, man. yeah. I, think um, he, I would work with Johnny. I love Johnny Cash. I'd work with Michael Jackson. I'd probably with party with everything he touches. Actually, no, I I changed my mind. I don't want to party with Michael Jackson. That'd be weird. I don't want to do that. His first demo that came out, little Michael Jackson trivia, in case you were wondering. First demo that came out, completely recorded on an A track. Correct me if I'm wrong, internet. I know they will. Uh, But it was all vocals. So he'd hum everything, all the tracks, and that was his song. Wow. Google it. Actually, uh, we are on the mics right now that Michael Jackson used to record Thriller. Ooh, yeah, these Lisa. are the real mics. Yeah, that these my, are the real wow. Not the original ones, sure, but the Michael, same Shut ones. up, shut up. Original. <laughs> oh, original. <laughs> Michael Jackson memorabilia. For all those wanna, listening, these are If real. you want to buy one of these, they're for sale for $150,000 a piece. Can I have a white glove if I'm going <laughs> to yeah. continue this conversation? Oh, yeah. All right, here's the last one. It's very important. Party work fight. O.J. Simpson, Jerome Bettis... And Tony Romo. <laughs> I, Fight I, all of them. I, I, I'm really concerned about O.J., what I would do with him. Um, <laughs> he doesn't fight fair, evidently. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm afraid to party hey, with him. The glove so. did not fit. Let me go, let me go to the bus. I'm a, I think I want to uh, work with Jerome Bettis because okay. he like was it. Papa John's. I did do a little bit. So Tony mm. Romo, I'm going to party with. And I guess... OJ and I are going to have to line the Broncos up and go at it. There you go. I hope this doesn't get to him. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, I'll invite him to Jeff Ruby's for dinner. There okay. you go. If you know Ooh, about that. Ooh, I like that. I was there. Wait, wait, wait. I, I don't know this story. What you better this? tell it. So, sitting at the bar okay. uh, at Jeff Ruby's, and a couple folks walk in Michael Jordan, a couple of basketball players. O.J. Simpson. No. Derby week. Derby. Win, it was, it win, was the, win. It was either the Wednesday or Thursday before Derby because yep. that's when Michael Jordan has a standing reservation. When was Ruby's. this? 
Uh, this had to be like 2007, yeah. maybe 2008, what? somewhere around there. I never heard of this. Might have been earlier than that, but uh, it, 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 as I recall, uh, you know, these guys had walked in and OJ standing around. And Jeff, Jeff's, you know, he's an approachable character. Yes, I, yeah. I, I like Jeff. Jeff's fine, um, yeah. And I, I like more so the support he shows the universities in the area here, regardless. Sir, you're gonna have to leave. What? Like he stops, OJ out? stops the juice in his tracks. Oh man. Sir, you're gonna have to leave. What did he do? Do you know who I am? He said, I know who you are. We don't serve murderers here. <laughs> oh my god. And I'm, I'm no sitting at the bar. Way. Sitting at the bar with two of my buddies. National news. And I don't serve murderers here. And he looks at Michael and it, I don't I don't know if it was Charles Barkley and a couple other dudes, but it was I mean, obviously, big name basketball players. He's like, "All right, fellas, I guess we're leaving." And they looked at Juice and they said, "Uh, uh." <laughs> they walked to their table and let Orenthal James Simpson kick rocks. That is hilarious. Dig I it. never we don't knew serve that. murderers here. Oh, Jeff Ruby, iconic. He's a boss, man. See, that was a little bit like a SpongeBob thing. You had to ask what that old guy was talking about. Yeah, that's I what know. SpongeBob's like. You know, oh, yeah, my kids great, say, "What does man. that mean?" I'm like, "Well, that was my age. They don't know." <laughs> SpongeBob's incredible, man. Jude, that's I, crazy. I cannot thank you enough for sharing time with us mm -hmm. today and sitting down, drinking a couple bourbons. I mean, one bourbon. I'm not leaving. Single one. <laughs> we, got, we got space, brother. If you gotta have, you gotta have a place to crash. I got a room for you. <laughs> I do. Thank you for having me. Who's the blast? We appreciate it. We got Nicholas Loki Jacobson no getting way. recorded next what? week. We're gonna have. Do you to know Loki? Loki. Everyone knows Loki. Loki everyone. knows everyone. Loki. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Even if you don't know, he knows you. I know Loki. Loki. Yeah, he knows Loki. We all know Loki. And Loki is a famous hacker for those who want to. No, do no, some... no, 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 no. Oh, I can't no, say no. that. No. no, no read no. the book, The Damon. Gosh, man, that's a terrible. Loki. He has a Wikipedia page. He does have a Wikipedia page. If you look He's at awesome, it. man. No, Purple hair. Wikipedia page. He had dinner over at my house. This I don't week. need to look at his Wikipedia page <laughs> to know who he is. Dude, Loki's fun. He's a cool guy. Um, awesome. But yeah, we're gonna have Loki. Uh, we're gonna interview Loki next week. Um, he is one of the lead system architects here at El Toro. Uh, very, very intelligent fellow. Uh, mm. He can speak ad nauseum on a variety of different topics. Um, looking forward to actually sitting down and picking his brain for a little bit. Loki. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We will see you next week on the 11th episode of the El Toro Podcast. You've been listening to the Straight from the Bull podcast from El Toro Studios, brought to you by ElToro.com, where we target people, not pixels.